0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Alive here on blogtalkradio.com. Word Alive is based on John 10.10 10, where Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. We're your co-hosts here. I am Renetter coming to you from Gladwin and my co-host Ella is here coming to you from Kalamazoo, Michigan. We would like for you to contact us by emailing your comments, prayer requests, or questions to Word Alive six one two at gmail dot com and that's a capital W. You can also contact us by following us on Twitter at Word Alive Now. You can listen to us twenty four seven here at blogtalkradio.com dot com forward slash word alive. All of our archives are available on demand or by downloading our podcast word alive at uh iTunes and on your Android phone by downloading the uh, Blog Talk Radio app and listening to Word Alive on your phone. We're so glad that each and every one of you were able to join us tonight. We invite you to call a friend and help them to tune in and listen to the message as well, listen to the broadcast as well. Um, Word Alive is on each Saturday night at 11 p.m. You can call in and participate live by dialing 646-378-0538. And if you are online listening, uh, scroll down to the bottom and join us in the chat room. God bless and enjoy. Well, hello. This is your co-host, Renetta, here at Word Alive. And today is September the 5th. September already. September the 5th, 2015. The last weekend and the last big holiday weekend before the children go back to school in Michigan. Well, we're so glad, again, that you were able to join us tonight. And we're not going to hold you up, but we, our co-host is here. Ella, how are you tonight, Ella?
0: I am blessed. And how about you, sister?
1: I am blessed as well. Well, it's been a wonderful day so far. You know, what God is doing is just amazing to me. And I'm going to sit back. And just relax and enjoy what he's going to pour out tonight Go ahead, Ella
0: Well, praise the Lord Thank God again, radio audience It is our pleasure, it's our delight and our joy To bring to you what God has given to us to share And uh, we've been talking about loving God and God loving us And all that good and wonderful stuff that just makes life a lot easier when we are aware of these things. You know, we talked about people that aren't aware that God loves them and our uh, people struggle with uh loving other people, loving God themselves and then loving other people. And we're going to uh going kind of piggyback tonight with another level of this love. And um uh, We just uh, are excited on who God is and how he loves us and how we're learning to really have a greater understanding of what loving him is about. Amen? So, tonight, we're going to look at his love for us and... How it causes us how we love God, and it is based upon the the strength of our loving God it comes from our spiritual life, and some of you may not understand what that means, and those of you that understand it uh we may we're the various levels of spirituality and in those levels is the content and the quality of the amount of release allowed ourselves to flow into the spirituality. Um it because it's basically God. Okay? It's God himself for his loving kindness did he draw us. We never was able to get involved with God until he drew us, and it is the spirit of God himself that does the drawing, and we yield by experiencing that. We feel it, and we yield to it, and we get involved with it. We get to question it. We get curious about it, and we begin to... Feel it like a newborn babe inside of the mother. You begin to feel the moving around, the life that is inside of you. It is a perfect example of the spirit of God. It's actually life inside of us, okay? And God really loves us so much, and we learn how to love him. As we feel that baby, those of you as mothers that have had a, had a children, uh, we feel the baby kicking. I can remember the first time I I felt my oldest child moving around in there. That was just, wow. Anyway, it is the spirit of God. We have to have a proper spiritual life in order to balance this relationship. When I say balance, it is we speak to God, He speaks to us. He speaks to us first, and then we speak to Him, and we do this on a a romance level of thing. You know, like before you get married, you both feel the magic. The when you just see each other, your eyes just glow and you smile and you get warm all inside you will understand what I'm talking about. And then it's basically
1: the same
0: relationship with God. Amen, sister? Amen. (laughs) Amen. Amen. So we learn how to love God. We learn how to love. And as we learn to love him, Because we are we get comfortable with that love for him inside. First, it's very disquieting because it's very profound. You are desirous from the depth of your being. I'm talking from my own experience, okay? From the depth of my being, there was a great desire. And I didn't understand it. I remember the nights when I would walk the streets crying. Had no idea what was wrong. But I couldn't sleep, and my poor husband, God help (laughs) it, he didn't know what was wrong with me, but uh, God was birthing a new birth inside of me, an intimacy with him, and uh, many of us have had that experience. Mr. Renetta, you remember having that experience the first time?
1: Anyway, am I on? I'm sorry Hello? I was muted. <laughs> yeah, you're on. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry I was muted. What did you say? What did you ask I had, <laughs> Do you
0: remember that first time you had that intimate re- experience with the Spirit of God?
1: Uh, yeah, the very first time. I was a little girl, scared the daylights out of me the first time. But yeah, the first uh, one that I where well, I was able to comprehend and respond. Oh yeah, it's just amazing. Yes, that
0: that is what we call the uh, coming together. It's like when you're married and your wedding night. That coming together is. It is just like something you've never known before. And it's a lot of things mixed up there together. But the most of yeah. all, it is a excitement of fullness. You don't have to go through life by yourself anymore. You have someone oh, yeah. to share. All your little secrets and little things. You're able to have somebody. You look forward to having somebody to share my thoughts, my is my desires, my tears, my delight. All these things come into life when we have that spiritual experience with God. Okay? And then as we love God we learn how to give God proper service. When we married our husband, we learn how to get them stinking socks and watch him because we're excited. We want him to have nice, clean socks. Before you was in love with him, somebody, some brother or somebody had them stinking socks, Oh, my God, get rid of them things. Don't do something with them. But when you're in love, it's a whole different intimate. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Tonight we're going to talk about how we must have spiritual awareness. We cannot have this love for God without our spirit being alive.
1: Amen.
0: How to serve God in our human spirit. How to serve one another in our human spirit. Uh, The all about me stuff, like the stinking socks. There's a change. There's a transformation going on there. And so where God sets up some... You see, the Bible reveals to us that foundation of all genuine Christian service. All the Bible lets us know that we have passion for service to God. Service, Amen. not just to God, but to go to church and, and do that whole service thing. Because what we are about, our spiritual service is about building the church, the body, the building, the whole body of Christ. Not just the building, but the people, the the assignment that we have for the world, for each other, for God. We have have our human spirit is coming alive. And we find that we're able to do things that we never imagined that we could care about somebody. Care about somebody that is, and just reach in your hand and and pick out $50 and hand it to somebody. Care about the situation and circumstances other people are in. Uh, Even the building of the church itself. Because... This is a, we find ourselves open our hearts to, this is what God has done, a place where we come and meet with him, all of us together. And that makes me happy to see each other, I mean, hugging and carrying on with people that you don't really know. You know, there's a lot of people on this planet that are not not that Comfortable with people touching on them. <laughs> but it's amazing when our, our spirit comes alive. It gives us a power. It gives us an ability to enter in, not just enter into the church, but enter into each other's lives, invite each other into our lives. Because we're sharing our experiences. We're sharing our love for God, we're sharing the pain of of, of growth, of failure, of, of just needing to come together and bond and pray for one another. There is an amazing amount of transformation that comes when we have this spiritual service to God. We love him and we give him proper service. And giving him service, we give service mm. to build up to build up the church. God's unique goal is to gain a body for Christ. He did not regenerate us to be independent units complete unto ourselves. That was not his plan. He he did this so that we would come together. We would experience yes. this bond for one another. And
1: uh would you read that scripture, sister Colossians three fifteen? And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Did, Did you me? hear me?
0: uh-huh
1: thank you <laughs> a
0: a a a bird we're birthing something when we care we're glad to see something so and so okay God is doing something in us we're we're not just by ourselves going to church to be an isolated unit we have been fused together, our hearts, our lives have been tempered together by the living and powerful presence of God himself. He joins us together fitly and, and tightly joins us together as a body. Uh, we, While we go to church, we also allow our spirits to mesh with each other. When when my sister Renetta is is struggling, I get a, a sense of I think about her, and I I pray for her. God, whatever it is, Lord, so, and I I just go there. Whatever comes to my mind, that's what I ask Him. That is how we're tempered together. She hasn't. She don't even know I'm thinking about her. That isn't her concern. It's my concern because God gave that to me because she's a part of the body of Christ. We have been uniquely, God set us as a goal for himself, for us to to be that body for Christ. We have been created because God loved us so much that he gave Jesus for us. And for us to love Jesus, then we learn how to just let go and, and let God do whatever he wants to do, whatever he created us to do. There's assignments in the earth that has got to be taken care of. Like Jesus was born, and he was born through all the turmoil and everything, but the main purpose was to fulfill, fulfill the will of God for the creation that he had made. And we are co-creators with Jesus Christ. We allow that love to flow. Well, it was love that sent him to the cross. It was love that caused him to suffer and, and endure all the hardness. And you and I carry that same commitment out of our own unique levels. Of course, we're not out here anxious and excited to hang me on the cross, hang me on the cross. Oh, but we are here. (laughs) We, We are willing to care enough about each other to make ourselves uncomfortable at times just for each other. Sometimes I give people my last money. I have no idea where I'm going to get my next loaf of bread. But it doesn't matter. There is a compulsion inside me, which is the love of God that through Christ Jesus that calls me to care about that person. To go up and go to the store, buy whatever it is and put it on their porch and go about your business. They don't need I don't need that individuality. I need that unit that makes us whole. She don't need to know that I did that. I don't need to tell her that I did that. It was just there. And it was God that called me to do that. So, therefore, we give God the credit for it. And in doing so, we receive a greater abundance of his love and his presence for humanity. It eradicates that me, myself, and I stuff that is absolutely destroying the body of Christ today. There is just too many, too much of that, me, myself, and I. But uh, we are to be a, a complete unit as members of the body of Christ. Would you read 1 Corinthians 12 and 12, 12, 12? And then 20.
1: For as the body is one, and hath many members, and all of the... can't
0: hear you. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Would you read that again? Is that uh first Corinthians twelve, twelve?
1: Can you hear me now? Hello? I can
0: barely hear you. Maybe it's my you can phone. Can you barely
1: hear me? Let me call on a different phone. I'll call in on a different phone.
0: Okay. Go ahead and do it while, you, while you're getting together Because there's other scriptures I'll, I'll, will, I will would prefer if you could read it for me But anyway, I'll read I'm, this Can you hear can you, me now? Yeah, I can hear you now
1: Okay, I had to call in on my other phone Okay, so that's 1 Corinthians twelve, twelve. For as the body is one And has many members And all the members of that one body Being many Are one body so also is Christ. Verse 20. But now are they many members, yet but one body. Amen.
0: So what what I hear the word of God saying is there are literally millions of us in the earth, hmm. but we are one body. One mind of God's purpose in the earth. One mind of of Christ's assignment to be fulfilled in the earth. One body that cares for each other. And this is our, our vehicle of our spirit that allows us to experience this. Because we are members of this unique body of Christ. Amen. And he didn't regenerate us to be individual, individuals, units, just holy unto ourselves. That's not his plan. That's not him. That is not God. That is us struggling. And I struggle with these kinds of things. We experience them. We we suffer the, the repercussions of them. But God in his great love, he will not leave us. He will pick us up, dust us off, and set us on the pathway again, give us other trials, other tribulations to go through, so that we can come through as pure gold. That's his ultimate plan for us. To to be like Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh we're going to This is a pretty unique and uh inclusive lesson here tonight. And we'll read a couple more scriptures, but we're not going to be able to finish this tonight. But the thing I really want us to understand, and I, and it's my heart, it's God's heart. He's laid this on me so intensely that it's so important that we don't miss, do not miss this part of the puzzle, this being welded together with God. Uh... I would watch my brother when some part of his truck would go wrong or something, and he would he would uh, get steel rods or something. I forget what they call them. But he'd put heat on them, and he'd lay those rods in there, and they would seal up that crack. And when he got done, and he was really good at it, because you could hardly tell that it was welded except where the little edges. But it was totally filled up, whatever was separated. And that's what God does to us. He He allows us to go through tribulations and and hard things so that we come to understand that those things make us like him. It gets us out of ourselves. It gets us from being... A, Holy unto ourselves, a complete unit all by ourselves. Spirit of God, in Christ Jesus, we became a corporate unity in the spiritual house of God, a holy, royal priesthood, which is what we've become. God makes us these things, and we love each other. We care about each other. Because we're we're learning to get our place, know our place in the body. I used to play baseball when I was young. And my brothers taught me how what each player assignment was when he's out there in the field playing defense and what his technique was when he had to bring that man home second base You gotta make sure that you hit the ball In the right direction So that he don't run into a trap And he get a double play Anyway God Has given us this experience This awesome wonderful love of His That draws us And it makes us want to be more like him And so we learn Techniques We learn different practices And We're going to continue this next week. Uh, Sister Renetta?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to add to what Ella was saying. I was reading in Romans 14 and 7. It says, For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. Whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live therefore or die, we are the Lord. You know the love that God has shed, poured us, poured into us, and yeah. compels us to love Him back. Draws us to Him, and we become one. The thing we do is as unto the Lord. That's why the Bible says, "In all things, in all things, give thanks." It's like I'm going to honor God, and I'm going to recognize in everything that I do. Why? Because we're now one. We're connected. And that's the way we are as the body of Christ. We're all connected to one another. We are sisters and brothers in the greatest family that exists, the body of Christ, the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for that wonderful teaching. And we're going to invite each and every one of you to listen to the first two. This is a series that Ella's been discussing. This is part three. Uh, loving God and Gratitude Love and Gratitude So uh, go go online and uh, in our archives you can listen to the first two And come back next week, invite a friend as well To come and listen to this series in any of our archives We have over 150 uh, broadcasters now And we want you to hear as many as can bless you and may God bless you, rich leader, with His Word. May it impart unto you that which is need for it, for this season in your life. God bless you. Come back again next Saturday at 11 p.m. Night all. God night. Uh, God night
0: all.